souls in costumes. Wanting you to think they're all dark and deep. What's it like? Live your life as a punchline. But all it would take would be one blessed act of rebellion. For you to restore your dignity in its entirety. You know the deal. Complete the mission, you get ten years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Love him or hate him, these are your brothers and sisters for the next few days. Any questions? Hand? Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for God's sake. mission you die if we find out any information you give us is false you die if we find out you have personalized license plates you die what no hey here we are welcome uh, to well not a podcast i'm so used to making podcasts uh but welcome to the watch party watch party we are going to be watching uh the suicide squad or actually uh th there's two names i found out it's either the suicide squad or james guns the suicide squad uh basically uh because uh what i read uh in the wikipedia is that uh they want to treat this as somewhat of a uh it's a remake already a remake uh so this is supposed to be Yes, a sequel, but not a sequel. A fresh start. Uh, to maybe if it takes off, might uh, might do some more uh, work with the Suicide Squad. But uh, I figured before we uh, get to going and uh, watch the movie along, uh, I figured uh, we just uh, go around and uh, you know just take a look at the film first before we get into it. Uh, so this is from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy MCU. Uh, James Gunn, and it's and it's starring a huge roster of uh, actors like uh, Idris Elba, uh, Margot Robbie, John Cena, Pete Davidson, Peter Capaldi, Taika uh, YTT, the, uh, the uh, director of uh, yeah Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, also, hello, man. I'm Korg. I mean, it's amazing how you got like uh, major MCU talent to sign on with this. Uh, Joel Kinnaman is back, as well as Jai Courtney, Margot Robbie. Yes, I already mentioned that. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, um, he is uh, the voice of uh, King Shark. 
Uh, Michael Rooker is also in here. Nathan Fillion for you Firefly, uh, Firefly fans out there. Yeah. Wow. The fatigue is already setting in because I'm just coming off my uh, my live radio show that just ended like a few minutes ago. Um, and yeah, uh, James Gunn's uh, own little brother, Sean Gunn, motion captured as uh, the weasel. Insane casting choice. I mean, wow. How did you get everybody in here? It's like, you don't want to mess with James Gunn. He knows people. Anyway, uh, but I thought we'd take some time here to kind of just uh, address a few things about uh, the uh, the Suicide Squad before we get into it. Because, well, actually, it's, it's more about the DCEU. Now, um, I've, I've covered this quite a bit in my uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League a podcast review, which you can find at uh, 106khq.com on the uh, on-demand tab over there. It's uh, one of my greatest podcast works that I've ever done. Um, but you have to agree, the DCEU, it has been hit and miss, mostly leaning towards you know the miss, you know, with the Martha controversy gate. Uh, but all this is just, is just to keep up with uh, Disney's DMCU, but... I want to do a quick review of uh, this is actually to me. I feel like a spinoff series of like the main DCEU. If it's still going on there, I've heard recent reports that maybe they're considering bringing back uh, Zack Snyder's vision of the DCEU uh, following up on this because fans really want it. They want to throw money at this, but Warner brothers is like, look, we've been, we've been bombing on like 70, 70% of all our film projects here. It's like, don't make us do this. But the fans want it, and I mean, that's how the Zack Snyder Justice League uh, thing came to be. Well, I mean, so let's, yeah, let's let's go back, what was it, five years? Yeah, five years already uh, from the first Suicide Squad uh, film. Uh, that, and that debuted, like, you know, a lot of, like, uh, you know, DC comic characters starring, uh, you know, Will Smith as Deadshot, Marco Robbie, Harley Quinn, Jared Leto as the Joker, even Batflex showed up in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, and I think there was a flash cam. I've only watched the film once. I own it. I own both uh, the um, original cuts and then the extended cuts, but I've only watched it once. And <laughs> I think that was like shortly after it came out on a home media uh, release. But this was uh, that film was riding off the heels of the already panned uh, Zack Snyder, a Batman versus Superman film, um, where. Uh, this one, uh, the first one was directed by David Ayer. This, um, uh, he claims, uh, in like, I think he's claimed this in like many reports that, I mean, he had a vision for the first Suicide Squad film, but, uh, the studios, you know, good old Warner Brothers out there, they're like, um, no, we don't like this. You know, change this, change this, change that, which is kind of, you know, baffling. It's like, I get it. I mean, you're the director. You got to follow orders and all that stuff, but it's like, it's like this constant battle between directors and studio exec executives, but you kind of toss out the fan base for all these properties, which is, you know, why would you do that? I don't get that. It's like, do you want to be faithful? Do you want, do you want to make the money? Then listen to the fans or get fans who love these properties, have them make the film. Don't just hire somebody who has no idea what it is. I mean, of course, I mean, they do. It's just they have some kind of vision their way, not the fans' way. Um, but it wasn't also the the studio interference that messed with the first Suicide Squad film. Um, 
Now, like there are reports of like uh, the David Ayer cuts because now that we got the Zack Snyder Justice League cut, uh, now they want the David Ayer cut. But I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. But I mean, among those other reports, there was also of Jared Leto. I'm not sure if you heard about this because uh, I when I heard about it, I, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I mean, he was acting very oddly towards cast and crew, sending them weird gifts. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, actually uh pointed at David Ayer uh, for this odd behavior of Jared Leto act, uh, as the Joker on and off camera. Kind of took it like a little bit too far. That's why the Joker was hardly in this film, even though he's getting billed top dollar as a, a main uh, main cast. But they really cut out a lot. But that wasn't David Ayer's decision. Who do you think it was? The studios. Uh that was their this uh, decision because they just didn't think, uh, yeah, wow, we got Jared Leto as the Joker, but it's just not what they were looking for. Uh, so it's the studio to blame for that. Um, but anyway, I mean, the film's release just flopped, like so many other DCU uh, uh, movies. I mean, it made money, yes, but just not the results the studio was expecting. Um, but it did go on to win an Oscar. For makeup and you know hairstyling, yay! Right? Hey, good job! Right? No. So it's like they're probably sitting alone in a board meeting like, around the tables, like, oh, okay, so uh, we got the we got another bomb to deal with with this uh, extended universe project we got. So now what? Well, I mean, I mean, with the Oscar, it's just not the Oscar they wanted. It's kind of Nolan that way. Uh, so I guess. That's when somebody, I guess, just stood up and goes, wait a minute. Let's make a Birds of Prey movie. Now, do you know the Birds of Prey right now, just right off the bat? Probably not. That's uh, the all-girl vigilante squad. That's uh, something I'm a little bit familiar. I'm not really all for all the DC properties. It's like there's just too much to get involved with. Uh, so that's why I, I really limit myself uh, when it comes to comic book collecting, you know, getting into stories and all that stuff. If something catches my eye, I'll take a look at it. If it's something worth collecting, uh, yeah, then I'm all in. If not, I'll just have the one copy. I mean, and that's just pretty much it. But uh, so the uh, the Birds of Prey, that uh, consists of uh, Black Canary, uh, the Huntress, as well as Oracle, a.k.a. Batgirl, a.k.a. Barbara Gordon. So when they were going ahead with this movie, they said, all right, let's get Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, Journey Smollett, and uh, who, who are we going to get uh, as uh, Oracle, a.k.a. Batgirl, a.k.a. Barbara Gordon? Because, I mean, yeah, it's it takes place in Gotham City, right? Ah, here comes the studio. Go, How about we uh, kind of forget about uh, Oracle, Batgirl, whatever you want to call her. Let's let's throw Margot uh, Robbie back in as Harley Quinn. Kind of make it like a Suicide Squad, uh, <laughs> make it a su like an unofficial Suicide Squad uh, sequel. I, I think it is actually a Suicide Squad sequel. Um, but and also add in uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Ewan McGregor as uh, Black uh, Black Mask. You 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 can pretty much see why uh, the DC fans you know have pretty much had it with uh, Warner Brothers and the studios interference with all this stuff. Uh, if you like the film, I mean, hey, that's I mean that's your form of entertainment. I can't stop you. If you like it, you like it. Um, I saw it and I kind of regret it because I mean I really did give it the benefit of the doubts. 
And uh, I saw it opening night. And <laughs> this is where it gets funny. So they, re- they originally released the film as Birds of Prey. And then I think it was like either a few days or a week later. Uh, guess who comes by and decides to change the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the title? Good old, our, our, our friends at Warner Brothers, the studio execs, they thought changing uh, the title of the movie Birds of Prey to Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. That, that would make the money. Well, did it make money? Kind of. Actually, I mean, their budget was uh, 82 to, what did I, what did I write down here? A uh, hundred million dollars. And they, yeah, they made, yeah, they made that back. They, uh, they made 200, nearly 202 million dollars worldwide. But, uh, let's see, let me, uh, I got, I got the article up one second. Yeah, it it just didn't meet their the studio's standards because you know they wanted the film to make two hundred and fifty to three hundred million dollars. Oh, I'm just being a little bit stingy there because I mean, yeah, sure, the Birds of Prey are popular, but I mean, they're not that popular yet. I mean, they could, but I mean, they're just not quite there yet. Oh well. Anyway, so here we are. Right now, with the Suicide Squad, this has been in uh, production uh, since James Gunn's termination from uh, the MCU, which, as soon as he got hired, well, the MCU is like, no, wait, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, come on, wait, 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 okay, uh, look, let's just work a few things out over here, so, but thankfully, uh, I mean, James Gunn, he's got this... He, he must have this kind of charisma over here because, I mean, he negotiated everything with Warner Brothers, uh, you know, working for them while still, I mean, bringing back. Because you think that would be some kind of conflict of interest, right? No, apparently uh, uh, MCU's uh, Kevin Feige uh, completely understands. Like, all right, yeah, let's just hold production on Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Do your own thing for a while. Uh, finish what you're doing. Take your time. But come right back as soon as you're done. Yeah, with that, that's a good little backstory that we got here. And let's get ready for that countdown, okay? Hey, how's it going? This is Tyler Woods. Uh, just cutting on in before I uh, go into uh, the review right now. Uh, if you want to be part of the podcast, join me on a episode. Contact me at tyler.woods at 106khq. Don't forget, you can always reenact this uh, watch party by uh, going on over to my Tyler Woods KHQ Facebook page profile and, uh, yeah, syncing up with uh, the countdown where I go 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 on your HBO Max and then uh, just join me on the commentary, even though I'm no longer live. Anyway, here's the review on The Suicide Squad. That was uh, The Suicide Squad from uh, director James Gunn. Wow. Okay, I I can't help but just say, wow. Wow. James Gunn was in a mindset when he wrote and directed this. And, uh, yeah, I hope uh, Zack Snyder, you were taking the back seats. He was uh, one of the uh, producers on this. And, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, that's, that's how you do it well and do it right even though i still got to critique a few things about the film uh so i mean let me start off by saying i mean visually it's splendid visually splendid uh very engaging when it want uh i mean pretty much throughout the film 
pretty much. I had a lot of laughs, as you saw throughout my uh, uh, watch party video. And, um, jeez, <laughs> I, 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 I'm still getting over some <laughs> Somewhere, because there there was one that just had me just like I I I I was gasping, just about ready to gasp for air. Uh, okay, so yes, the movie it is great. It, everything you are hearing about uh, from uh, the critics, uh, absolutely yes. This movie is definitely worth your ticket money. Go see it in theaters, but if you got HBO Max, yeah, go see it right there. I mean, I'm all in. I'm all in for this uh, version of the uh, the Suicide Squad, um, but. Um, Let's let's just get the negativity because you know I'm still processing everything right now. Okay, so um, just I have a very slight slight criticisms here. In fact, probably just like one or two. Um, the first one being that uh, I mean, well, I mean, it just gets going, and we don't stop until we do stop for these weird moments that I just can't help but say were just added in to just extend the length of the film. They, they were not necessary. And of course they're all around Harley Quinn, which brings me to my second criticism over here. You see for the, for the life of me, I could not understand why I was, uh, I was either for it or against uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I just couldn't put my finger on it yet until, you know, I've seen her in, like, how many films now? I mean, Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, this one, uh, three times right now. Or I haven't seen those films in forever. But this one right here, it's like, this was not Harley Quinn. It wasn't. Because the Harley Quinn that I know, the Harley Quinn that I grew up knowing, is that she all she is, you know, Always happy no matter what she's doing, but she's also giggling, playful. Here, when, like, because there, there's this, Margot Robbie gets this uh, fight choreography scene, and she looks like she is not having fun. She She's in full beast mode. And that is, that to me, that's not Harley Quinn, and that's not being true to the character. So I got to knock points off of that. Um, now uh, the the rest of the characters like, let's let's talk about that that's all I have I I can't believe I'm saying this it's just like once again they I mean yeah I I, I, I guess I just have to come clean and just say it I uh, I do not like movie version Harley Quinn they still have a lot to do with this character because I mean compare Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn to like basically all of the Harley Quinns in animated form. That, that's pretty much all we've gotten so far, I think. Um, because that one, is, it, even if it is voice acting, she's still having fun. Margot Robbie over here, I mean, it's just like she can't seem to focus on being that, uh, you know, being that happy, cheerful, playful Harley Quinn that we all know and love. Especially that scene when uh, she's on the roof pole vaulting. Uh, and it's like, not a wee? No, we get whimsical. Harley Quinn's not whimsical. She would you throw a wee in there, and then like, why so serious of a face there? Was that done intentionally? Because if, if so, then yeah, I guess I'll take it back. But okay, let's talk about some good things about this film. I mean, yeah, we get going. We we have two hours of film to get to. Two hours of film is going to keep you entertained even though it kind of stops over there because we got to get some somber moments, some uh, connections uh, going, uh, which some are good, but some are just like they're just thrown in there. Uh, but the action, I mean, wow, holy moly. 
it it just like uh, this is the first time a, a DC uh, extended universe film has actually gone the distance of showing us uh, the <laughs> the extent of an R rated film. Because I mean that that was just that was just great. The execution was there. Uh, great uh, directing, by the way, with the fight choreography. Uh, now, when it comes to the acting, I've already talked about Margot Robbie, hit and miss. I guess you could say I'm still, but uh, it's just no. I'm sorry, that's not my Harley Quinn. I mean, feel free to hate me, feel free to hate me, but I mean that's my opinion. You can't take that away from me. Anyway, um, Idris Elba. Uh, I think it was like uh, the lead cast uh, or the leading man here. And uh, yeah, he, he was great. Uh, there's this great scene with him. And uh, man, who plays who plays Amanda Waller? Let me just look that up really quick. Come on, show me the good. And of course, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. I've been up for like, the, I would say 36 hours at this point right now. I'm sorry. The long pause. Ah, where are you? Come on, don't do this to me. I, I'm kind of like sharing a screen over here. There she is. Yeah, Viola Davis. Wow, Viola Davis. I mean, really uh, rocks Amanda Waller in the first half because I mean, I know these characters. I really do. And the Amanda Waller that I would know would never let all that stuff happen to the character. It, it, there was just. It's like you had it firsthand in the first half, but then you just let it all go. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Jai Courtney does make a return, but only briefly, because uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't expect him to stick around in the film for too long. I couldn't believe th this film has surprises, surprises. And I love that because that stays true to. Actually, what this uh, what the Suicide Squad actually is in the DC comic, you never know what's going to happen. It's like, oh, okay, well, I mean, these are these are main characters. I mean, these are arch nemesis of uh, the good guys of the Justice League, right? Well, surely they're not going to. Oh, yeah, they're going to. They're def they are definitely going to go there, and uh, that's uh, that's what I was hoping that uh, this film would do. Um, let's see. Uh, is that it? Is that all I wrote down? Because I thought I had some more to talk about here. I guess so. So, yeah. Wow. Oh, um, I, I forgot to talk about uh, uh, other... Yeah, that's where I was going. Man, I was really getting off track. All right. So, um, yeah, John Cena's, uh, John Cena's chemistry with uh, Idris Elba, that was something I really did enjoy and I loved and I hope that uh, there is more. Because I know that John Cena has a, uh, I think he's got a series of about Peacemaker coming out. Now I don't, I don't know if that's some kind of prequel, but uh, or it could be, uh, it could be some kind of sequel. Um, and then uh, you got Sylvester Stallone as yeah, okay, it was King Shark, okay, because they kept calling him something else rather than King shark and i like did i get that wrong it's like i thought it was king shark no no sylvester stallone uh in a voice recording booth uh she's saying like and uh friends uh, nom not book hey uh, that, that was uh that really added to uh, the uh the the charm of uh this film i mean you got these you got all kinds of characters here who are like you know are not supposed to be 
uh, complementary to each other at all. But somehow, some way, in the beautiful mind, as the trailer portrays, of James Gunn, he was able to pull all this off. He took all these characters from DC, even the weird ones, and somehow, you know, make them memorable. I even still remember uh, the, uh, oh shoot, who, uh, who was it? Uh, TDK. Uh, now, I knew Nathan Fillion from Firefly was in here, but I didn't know he was T uh, TDK. I mean, they really masked that a, a lot. He, he plays, uh, well, I can't really remember what it is, but some, some kind of weird mutant supervillain and all that stuff. Uh, it, it's great stuff here. Uh, very violent. Very violent. So uh, for your parents out there, um, you might not want to let your kids watch this alone. Uh, if uh, you are not okay with uh, heavy violence, film. I never thought James Gunn could actually get this violent. I mean, I know he does in the, well, that wasn't really his film. I mean, he executive produced it. Uh, what, what was that film that came out in, uh, what was it, 2018, 2019? Um, Brightburn. Yeah, uh, the evil Superman kid. Uh, I mean, maybe he had a hand in that because uh, he's executive producer and all that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, severely violent, very moving, uh, not in a dramatic sort of way, but I mean, action pack. It really gets you pumping. You get go I got some goosebumps watching this film, and I enjoyed it. Would I watch it again right away? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, like I said, sign me up for this. I could definitely, you know what? I won't even watch this on HBO Max. I would definitely enjoy uh, forking some money over and go watching this uh, in your uh, theaters. Support your local theaters because uh, everything is getting back on track. And uh, it, it's hurt everybody this past year with things being shut down. Support your local theaters. And I would definitely go see this as a full time or not full time, but, you know, full price of a film. I mean, night premiere, uh, like throw any kind of money at it. In fact, you know, when it comes out on home media uh, release, definitely worth a keeper. This is a keeper right here. I love it. So the Suicide Squad from uh, director James Gunn starring all kinds of characters and, of course, memorable moments you are not going to forget. Uh, this was great. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this uh, podcast review while I'm live. And uh, I will catch you tomorrow morning. So in the meantime, my KHQ listeners, I'll see you later on the next podcast episode.